starts now. Individual human beings have to create justice, and this is not easy, because the truth often poses a threat to power, and one often has to fight power at great risk to themselves. Show this world that this is still a government of the people, for the people, and by the people. Nothing as long as you live will ever be more important. It's up to you. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly's show on a Friday. You know, Fridays, I like to uh, get a Well, we're going to start out with some things in the news because we have to, because there's just, there's just too much to talk about. But I do want to steer the show a little bit um, toward uh, calls from you. As we kind of get into the show, because um, I want you to kind of think of of the experiences you've had in your life where you cannot explain what happened. You can't just explain it. It made no sense. So, you know, it's not like you have like a reason. It can be um, something spiritual. It can be anything that has happened to you where you're thinking, yeah, this this experience I had. It either tells me there's a God or it just, it absolutely blew me away. And I still am thinking about it and I still can't, I, I, there's no explanation. So you'd be thinking about that because I have some really interesting information for you on this really fascinating information. And, um, I hope you enjoy it. You know, Fridays, we kind of take a little, usually a detour break or a little bit, but I have to kind of tell you about some research I was doing and I, I was looking, well, where do I start? Oh my gosh. Um, So just so everybody knows, and I can't remember if I mentioned this yesterday, but um, the U.S. doing some drills preparing for missile attacks, Washington, D.C. I thought that was kind of interesting and keep your eye on that. And I, you know, I've been doing this a long time and there's always been kind of the looming threats of different things going to happen, you know, that, that sort of thing. And a lot of shows go there and I understand why, because you just want to let people know just in case. And so I'm kind of letting you know, just in case, um, on that, but I can see that this, what we're doing in What's happening in Israel and what's happening, I I probably shouldn't have started out that statement with what we're doing. Hmm, Very telling. But what's going on in Israel and Hamas right now, um, you got to know there's something bigger brewing there. They're they're doing it for a reason. So um, what's, what's been going on? And then, of course, the big alert today was the U.S. Department uh, of State issuing uh, a rare worldwide caution alert yesterday. And so they're saying exercise increased caution due to the increased tensions to various locations around the world. But remember that I talked about a couple in my own state that came home off of a tour of Israel and they said, oh yeah, we were there and we were able to do our whole tour and the rockets weren't, the stuff wasn't coming from Hamas. It was coming, um, the iron of dome, uh, iron dome, iron of dome, iron dome. So I thought if you can conduct a tour and everything's open and everyone's kind of in your area, it's only as big as New Jersey. Right. Um, and, and, and everything's open for you. Um, I would imagine, I don't know the extent of what's happening. And I just say, please don't believe everything you hear in the news. And I know you guys don't, I'm preaching to the choir, but just, just to be said, they're coming out with this new warning because they're trying to make this into world war three. There's a lot of money at stake. There's an election coming up. There's all kinds of reasons. And um, 
And I know you guys can feel it too. I can feel it. It's very, very strange what's going on. So they issued this warning and take it for what it is. I, I don't know. I don't, I know a lot of people are not stopping their vacations and trips and travel. So I, I don't know if they're even listening to this. I think that they've played their, their hand too far. I actually think they've played the card too much and I don't think people are believing them anymore. Look at the 2% yesterday. And that's probably a raised number of those that, that bought into their, their latest vaccine drive. So that tells you a lot about what's going on here, right? We're seeing through the stuff. And I like that. Judy Mikovits, Dr. Mikovits talked about that too and said, you know, we're not, we're not buying into that um, anymore. So I was uh, kind of listening to, well, actually, let me, let me go here. So um, one thing that you need to be aware of, and I actually talked about this on uh, Facebook because I wanted to showcase not the crime, not the crime, because I'm not talking about this, this guy, okay, the satanic guy that killed a woman two years ago and put her head on a stake. Yes, put her head on a stake and a hiker found it and it was out in the boonies and, uh, and they were able to get this guy. I'm glad they got the guy. Obviously. Okay. So what I want to talk about though, is a particular paragraph about this, because I don't think people realize the tracking methods that they're using now. And this, I, I, we talked about this several weeks back about a whole different instance, but, but they're glossing over this in articles. So here's the paragraph that you need to be mindful of. You ready? Police then obtained, obtained GPS data from his Facebook Okay, page, knowing that Gilmore, um, the man that's been accused of this crime, had been present on the trail at about the time they believed that Bradbury, the victim, had been killed. Let me say this again. Police obtained GPS data from Facebook from two years ago, showing that Gilmore had been present on the trail at that particular time at that particular day. Okay, where they knew she had been killed. Okay, once they found uh, her head, once they found her body. Okay, so then they said when they served a search warrant at his home after this. Okay, then they found a satanic shrine with an image of a goat's head in the shape of a pentagram and blood spatters all over it. Okay, two things. Number one, where is the due process? And I'm not even fighting for this guy. Okay. Where's the due process? They went to Facebook. Facebook gave them the information for the GPS data showing that because this was their big evidence. Okay, so it's not like they had a huge amount of evidence, although he was seen with her. Okay, but they went to Facebook. So that is a big one. But they went to Facebook. They got Facebook to give them the info because it's the government. Facebook is the government. It's not a private entity under Zuckerberg. It's the it's the government got the info and knew where he was day and time could tell by GPS coordinates from his Facebook page where he was two years ago. Scary. That's kind of scary to think about that. I don't think most people that have a Facebook page know that they can do that and know that that information goes to the police right away. Um, your GPS coordinates. And then also then they served the search warrant after that. Where's the due process? We should be completely alarmed by this because why? 
Well, they seem to have um, basically glossed over it in the articles. Complete gloss. Don't mention it. Don't talk about it. This one's on the blaze. They didn't say a single word about the the abuse of that or the tell of that to the American public. They did not say a word. They acted like this was totally fine. This was totally okay. This is not totally okay. And somebody on my Facebook page said, well, I'm just, it doesn't matter. They got the bad guy. And I said, no, it does matter. It absolutely matters. Why? Because what can they do with this abuse to us? To people not committing a crime, okay? Because why? They're opening the door and making it look like, just like they did in New York, and it was Hochul that, that came on and said, oh, we did this and this and this, and we found the person. And um, isn't that technology great? And don't look here. And oh my gosh, isn't this fabulous? Because we caught the guy. We caught the bad guy. They want you to focus on that. They don't want you to focus on the thing they're glossing over, and that is the fact that they're doing this. So be very, very aware. And you know what? States can create laws that make it so that they can't do that because they could have caught the guy with good old-fashioned police work like we used to. They're trying to make technology look okay, and they're trying to make it look like it can abuse it can abuse your amendments. It can abuse your rights, your God-given rights at any time, if it's for the greater good. And that is not okay. So we got to fight these things. And we got to bring this to the attention of the people in our states to get them to pass laws when it comes to our states, you know, that, that we do not contribute to this. Because they're getting away with it doesn't mean that they, that they, that they can eternally. It means that somebody can stop them from from using this kind of technology to do that. Okay. So that was one thing that I really, really wanted to um, hit on. The other one was this, and this is such a sad, sad story. Oh, I just make, it made my heart sick this morning. So the eight year old poster boy that was in the commercials for Israel's national vaccine rollout died suddenly after cardiac arrest while taking a bath. Yeah. Israel, by far, and this comes from uh, Dr. Lopez, uh, Israel is by far the country in the world that forced vaccinations on their citizens, right? These dangerous uh, injections. And it's reported that he had four shots at eight years old, died of a heart attack in the bathtub. It just, it made my stomach turn today. And I have to say, I'm... I hope we're paying attention to the fallout of these things. There was a commercial and, um, and it was the sweetest, really the sweetest commercial. And it was really, really um, hard to watch this little boy interact with sort of like a Sesame street character. And um, he's showing up for his shots or whatever. (sighs) Sad news. Eight year old boy, the poster boy in Israel, they, uh, truly made their citizens get those shots. And, um, I, I just wanted to bring that to all of your attention. It's, it's, it's horrifically sad. And, um, another thing, um, boy, there's so much I want to talk about today, but I did want to, I did want to make sure and, and mention that I do want to talk about the budget a little bit. 
um, because there's something really kind of important that I found from 1952. And I want to talk to you about this because I think it's so interesting. And then also, um, uh, there was something else too, uh, right away. Oh, it was interesting. I was, I was looking at this exchange of a, of a liberal and this liberal said this, cause I was just reviewing some news on the budget. So this brought this up, but, uh, but here it was, this liberal actually said this. Okay. Thanks to the Republicans. I am in over $478,000 in debt in grad school. MAGA completely ruined my life. Joe must sign an executive order demanding that all student loan debt gets forgiven immediately. It's about time and we honestly deserve it. (laughs) And somebody wrote back, how did MAGA force you to make terrible personal and financial decisions all those years ago? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for whoever whoever said that, whoever wrote that. I so appreciate it because we... We are looking at a lot of people who just can't understand how the world works and want a lot of freebies and they want all of this added into our debt. So I want to take you back to 1952. There was a particular article. It came out about the budget and I want to showcase this and I want to showcase to you a 1930s city budget. And I want to tell you about the kind of differences we're looking at right now, because I know this affects all of us. It can't not affect all of us because uh, the debt truly affects us. All right. So, of course, I want to show a little bit of these these differences. But this 1952 article showcasing American debt at the time and the budget the president was trying to try to do. You'll like this. Be right back. Tomorrow, there are announcements being made about, you know, digital rubles and all kinds of things coming from BRICS. You guys, text 989898. Um, text that number to Birch Gold and put in the name Kate. They'll give you some information on what to do with your retirement, like what to do with your money, what, what maybe some things that you haven't thought of, how to get $10,000 worth of free precious metals, what you can do to... Um, Trust that your money will be as safe as it can possibly be because there are decisions you can make right now. There are things you can do right now while you still have the options. This week's a big week for a lot of announcements. Please, by all means, text 989898 and text the word Kate. So the phone number is 989898, six digits, but use the word Kate. Text this and get some, just get some advice, get some help, okay? This is who Ron Paul loves. I love him too. Please get some help, okay? I care. I really care about what happens with people. This is who I trust. So giving giving you this, a company that I do business with that I like. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. little Tom Jones (laughs) singing Lady Madonna. I love it. Uh, Welcome. Friday show, of course. And, uh, you know, I was also perusing the news and uh, realized um, I I talked a little tiny bit about this, but the, the bonds are worse than they are in 1972. A lot happening financially. And this is why I keep asking you, please go text Birch Gold. 
Birch Gold is are the that's the that's the entity that you go to for some help in just kind of understanding what you can do. They have gold backed IRAs that might not cost you anything, and I think it's amazing. Also, uh, ten thousand dollars worth of free gold and silver if you qualify for that too. Why not try? Why not try? <laughs> so, uh, Birch uh, Gold. All you do is you text ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight, and then you text my name, Kate. Okay. When you text just my name, they're going to send you some information. It's free. Look at it and um, be very aware. So, and maybe coming up in conversation, you'll be able to help somebody else with that information because you'll know it up here. So I love that. And I love what they're doing. They're on a mission to educate. And uh, Ron Paul, Steve Bannon, Bench Pier, all of them will tell you that Birch Gold is the name in this industry to go to for being very awake and very red-pilled. And I really love that. We need more red-pilled people out there. And I love Birch Gold for that reason. They know what's happening. And they write every day. They do. They put out the most amazing articles every day telling you what's kind of going in, you know, under the radar. So Birch Gold and 989898, text that number, text my name. Um so uh, a couple of things um, I was thinking about a budget and I was kind of um, I was thinking about some of the things that that we do as cities and counties and and some things that we that we do nationally. And this was so interesting. I wanted to play this for you. This was a this was a video that came out and it was about city government. OK, and it was talking about this pet project for a mayor. And this will set up nicely as we go in talking about national budget in just a moment, since this is such a short break. But this is exactly kind of how it works in cities across America. So let me play this for you. I thought this was, this is so good. Here, Meg introducing her latest spending idea, a new unicorn petting park. Of course, Councilwoman Carla just loves whatever idea the mayor has. During the presentation, Councilman Timmy wonders if this will make people like him. Councilwoman Carla fantasizes how this will put her on the cover of Progressive City Magazine. Councilwoman Ann wonders, how is the city going to pay for this? Where does the mayor get these ideas? Councilman Timmy sits curiously and asks, wait, unicorns actually exist. I love it. Councilwoman Ann explains, no Timmy, unicorns do not exist. Mayor Meg is determined to execute the new plan for spending other people's money. Details, details. She exclaims, we'll get horses and glue horns on them. Yeah, that's about how it works. I have a pet project and I want to spend other people's money. And then you have a lot of people in councils across America that are very liberal that go, yeah, I I like whatever you like. Because I want to be mayor someday, so I like what you like. And then, of course, you have the people in city council that go, will I be liked if I do that? Is that, a, is that a good thing? Should I do that? And then, of course, they try to devise a plan for this new pet project, taking your money and plundering you. And I want to tell you, when we come back, a 1930s budget for a city, okay? And you will be amazed at how few items there are on it. And then I also want to talk about this national budget because uh, it's so fascinating what they wrote um, in newspapers across the country in 1952. This is phenomenal. You've got to, you've just got to hang out for this one because they really call out the president. And uh, you won't see that now. Like this. So I'll showcase that when I come back. It's worth it. Stay with me. And then I will take your calls. I'll take your calls in the next uh, clip too, but I'll take your calls in the next hour for those experiences in your life. I want to hear about them. Be right back. Kate Daly Show.
Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed. 